This is On Location. I'm Joe Mamlin. Today's show comes to you on location from upstate New York, Wisconsin, and of course, Anchorage, Alaska. But first, On Location is produced by the NCA Communications Committee with special production assistance from Tim Leitner and me. You can find the podcast and subscribe on your favorite podcast app, including Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google, iHeartRadio, and many more. The focus of today's show is the NCA Policy Forum, scheduled to take place at the JW Marriott in Washington, D.C. on February 3rd through the 5th, 2022. Today, Tim Leitner welcomes co-chairs of the event, Margot Bean from Deloitte Consulting and Connie Chesnick from the state of Wisconsin. They talk a little bit about their own backgrounds in the program, as well as the conference itself, the themes, and what we might expect from this year's event. It's going to be a great show, so stick around, and we'll be right back. Welcome to another episode of NCIA On Location, coming to you from New York, Wisconsin, and Alaska. What better timing as NCIA gears up for the annual policy forum to hear directly from the conference chairs about what is happening and what to expect. My name is Tim Leitner, and I'm with the Alaska Child Support Services Division in Anchorage, Alaska. And today we are pleased to be joined by Margot Bean and Connie Chesnick. Let's start by getting acquainted and let our listeners know who each of you are. If you could tell us a little bit about who you work for, your organizations, what you do in your daily jobs, and maybe even more important, how did you get yourselves involved in child support, and how long have you been in child support, and in the different roles that you've had? And Margo, maybe we could start with you. Thanks, and and welcome everybody to to this session. Um, I've been in child support since the early 1980s. I am a current NCA board member. I'm also an NCA past president and honorary life member. My day job is managing director with Deloitte Consulting. I've been with Deloitte for over 12 and a half years where I focus on helping states and the federal government find ways to manage their programs and automated systems to better serve all of their customers. I started my career, as I said, back in the early 1980s as a child support attorney in the Guam Attorney General's office. I later became the Guam 4D director and then moved back to New York State, where I'm from, and became the New York State 4D director. And then I was fortunate enough to be the commissioner in the Federal Office of Child Support Enforcement in the GW Bush uh, administration. So very pleased to be a co-chair with Connie. Connie, I'll turn it over to you. 
Hello, everyone, and I want to join uh, Margo in welcoming you all to today's session. I'm Connie Chesnick, and I am the administrator of the Division of Family and Economic Security in the Wisconsin Department of Children and Families. So uh, the Child Support Program is one of the programs that I oversee, along with uh, Wisconsin's employment programs. I have been in child support for over 30 years. I started in the mid-1980s, and I... Uh, became an attorney for the child support program at a time when it was growing. And uh, actually, my uh, family law professor in law school had recommended that I pursue uh, an opportunity with the child support program, and I fell in love with it. So still here today and, and still loving watching this program uh, continue to evolve. So welcome welcome to both of you. I, I can tell already that we've got no slimness or no shallowness sure. of child support, you know, expertise or just really passion for this for this um, program. So thank you both for joining us today. You know, NCA holds its annual policy forum usually in February each year, and this year is no different. Can you tell us when and where the policy forum is going to be held and the conference dates? Yeah, so the conference will be at the JW Marriott in Washington, D.C. As, as you may know, we, we always have it in, in D.C. Um, this is the hotel that we were in two years ago um, before we went virtual last year. It will be February 3rd through 5th. That's a Thursday through a Saturday, 2022. And the Connie, let me ask you, what is the theme of this year's policy forum? So the theme this year is focusing on our vision, recognizing our perspectives. We wanted to build on the wonderful session that we held was held last year, um, thanks to uh, Aaron Frisch and, and uh, Shanine, uh, who put together uh, a wonderful virtual session on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And uh, actually, this uh, theme grew out of a discussion with Lori Bankston, the current president of NCIA who was talking about uh, her vision as president uh, to engage with all of our various stakeholders and how we come together to build a stronger program, even though we all may have different perspectives on, on how to get there, but we all have the same goal. And that is to you know, provide financial and emotional support for the families that we serve. So uh, this uh, theme really uh, is exciting to us because as we walk through the, the plenary sessions, you can see the various different perspectives and how this program continues to evolve. Great, thank you. So Margo, I, I imagine that a conference this size takes more than just you and Connie or you, Connie and, and uh, Lori. Can you tell us a little bit about how this conference with all the moving parts and pieces, how has this been planned and, and have there been you know, many volunteers that you've tapped into? Yes, so we have a committee that currently has uh, 29 members, and that includes Connie and, and me as co-chairs. We also have Anne-Marie um, Ruskin from the, the executive director of NCIA and Gillen Krug, um, who is uh, just, she knows uh, the, the conferences, especially the policy forum inside and out. She left NCIA a couple of weeks ago, but we were benefited from her her, her experience in planning policy forums over the past um, um, several years uh, before she before she left. We started the planning um, right after the leadership symposium last year. Connie and I got together with, with Gillian back in the beginning of September, end of August, beginning of September, and then um, started bi-weekly meetings with our with our really awesome uh, committee up until just this this holiday break. Great, thank you. So I was gonna ask too, it seems that in all this planning and 
in breaking with other in-person policy forms. It looks like this year there's going to be a lot of plenary sessions. And if I counted correctly, and, and sometimes my math might be a little off, it looks like there's about 11 in total. Can you give us a little preview or highlight some of the planners that we will experience or some of the speakers that have been invited to speak? Sure, I can start and uh, I think Margo and I can uh, take team on this one. Um, yes, we, we are having all plenary sessions. This year we are doing kind of a hybrid forum. There will be people participating both in person and virtually. And so um, that really lends itself to a, a plenary format. We're very excited about our opening plenary because um, Tangela Gray will be joining us, the new commissioner of the Federal Office of, of Child Support Enforcement, to talk about what her vision for the future of the child support program is. And uh, Margo and I are really looking forward um, to that session and I'm so excited to see her in that role. I think you'll also see as you look at the various plenaries being offered, that they really do uh, tie into that theme of looking at different perspectives and um, the evolution of this program. Uh, we wanted to build on last year's forum and continue to build awareness among people in the child support program. And so we have, uh, we do have another session uh, related to diversity, equity, and inclusion that's gonna focus on living what we've learned already. And we've also got a session that will address domestic violence uh, that's geared towards really creating a better understanding of how prevalent, unfortunately, domestic violence is in our community and among our participants and how uh, we can address that when we're, we're working with people that uh, rely on us. We also have a session that's going to look at enforcement in changing times uh, and whether or not, as we look more at centering families in our program, all of our enforcement tools are, are really um, appropriate in helping non-custodial parents be able to support themselves and their families. So very excited about all of those sessions. Margo, did you want to touch on on some of the sessions that, that you're excited about? Yeah, I, obviously the ones that you spoke about, I'm, I'm also keenly interested in. Just a couple more. Um, intergovernmental hot topics. This is a, a discussion of intergovernmental issues that include interstate payment processing and other issues, because as you know, as, the, as our population becomes more mobile, working with other governments is really important in, in solving those, those policy issues. And then um, there's two more that I, that I find really are going to be great. Again, these are, this is on Saturday. We have a uh, ask not what your policy can do for your system, but what your system can do for your policy. And it's going to include child support directors who have recently implemented um, or modernized their, their automated case management system, talking about the pros and cons of adapting policies when they're implementing that system. It's going to be a fascinating discussion. And really, uh, as, as many uh, states have a lot of have old systems or are moving towards getting newer systems, I think that's going to be a really good uh, session for people to attend. And then finally, we're concluding with uh, the last plenary, which is building change action plans. And so it's going to be interactive, taking the sort of lessons learned or the top three key takeaways from the prior plenaries and helping you build an action plan for when you go back to your state with the ideas that you have learned during the policy forum. Yeah, this sounds like it's going to be just jam-packed full of, of information. Just awesome. I, I would say formidable speakers. I have a, a huge knowledge of um, the topics that they're presenting. And I won't name names because I'll leave people out, but people talking about intergovernmental uh, tribal partners, former OCSC commissioners. There is a lot of good stuff in there. And so 
I am glad for myself that there are going to be plenaries and I don't have to pick and choose which you know sessions to attend. So I think that's going to be awesome. And let me let me just kind of turn this a little bit to be more personal. Let me ask each of you, and Connie, maybe we'll start with you. When did you each attend your very first policy forum? And why is the policy forum important to you? And you know, what stands out? What's what's memorable? Just just tell us about your experience. Uh, well, so my first, uh, I, I don't know if it was my first, uh, but it was a long time ago. I remember attending one in um, Salt Lake City in Utah and um, uh, just was really um, impressed with the conference, have gone ever since then. I love the policy forum because I think whether you are just starting out in the child support program or whether you've been in the program for many, many years, there is so much to be learned at the policy forum. For I think for, for new people, it's a good place to get a pulse on what's here and now in the program, you know, where the where the emphasis is, what people are talking about. And for people who've been with the program for a long time, I think it's, it's a good opportunity to um, you know, to see where the program is going, to see, you know, what they might be able to take back in terms of change to their agencies. I will say a couple of years ago, um, I attended a policy forum that Dr. Marcella Wilson spoke at, and she uh, created a program called Transitions to Success that I was so impressed with. We had her come to our state and one of our employment program agencies has incorporated that concept into their service delivery program. So, and that all came out of uh, my attendance at a policy forum. So it really has changed the way we do business in Wisconsin. And I look forward to them every year. Margo, what about you? Yeah, I agree with everything that Connie said. Uh, my first policy forum, I think, was in the 1990s. Uh, I have always found the annual policy forum, as um, as Connie said, it's an it's an opportunity to meet with and learn from people that are that are analyzing policy issues and how they can implement it in their particular jurisdiction, their state, their county, um, whatever. The just the sheer the number of people that are are there at the policy forum that have good ideas that you can walk up into and talk with um, is is something that stands out for me. They're all in one place and you can pick their brains in person. Yeah, that's so important. The, the networking that goes on is probably just as important as the presenters and the topics and the general vibe and buzz in the room. So for those that are thinking about and not yet registered for the policy forum, be thinking about that, those that you connect with and those that you start networking with. And so that leads into a really good question here. Uh, so registration is currently open. For those not registered, maybe Marco, can you tell us where to go and how to get registered? Sure. Um, if you have not registered yet, just go online. Uh, there's a HTTPS uh, online at .ncia.org uh, backslash upcoming events. Um, you can just go into Google and just type ncia.org and you can you can find it very easily. So so there's a couple of options about how you can register. So we've got in-person and virtual attendance. We would love to have you in person, but if you are in person, we are requiring attendees to be fully vaccinated. We want people to be vaccinated because we understand people are in different places, which is why we're also giving you a hybrid opportunity. 
The hybrid opportunity is um, you would be attending every session except for the final one. The final one, as we said, is going to be an interactive building of your plan to when you go back into your your local jurisdiction. It's just something that doesn't lend itself to a to a virtual uh, kind of attendance. But we, you know, as I said, if you are, we would love to have you come to the event to have that networking opportunity. But if so, make sure that you're fully vaccinated so that we can all protect each other. Great, thanks, Margo. And then, Connie, if, if a person decides to register and attend either virtually or in person, depending on what they choose, what is the cost for registration? So for uh, NCM members, the cost is $545. Uh, for non-members, it's $675 for in-person attendance. Virtual registration is $299 for members and $599 for non-members, which would include access to live streaming of all the sessions, uh, except the, the very last interactive one that Margo just mentioned, and then access to the recordings afterward. So it sounds like both are, are very beneficial, both cost-effective, if you will, um, and, and both good options. So for each person that's attending, they can make their decisions based on what's best for them, but still attend in person or, or the virtual category. So yeah, I think that's I think that's awesome. So let me ask this, are there any final thoughts you have or any last words that, that you'd like to offer as we close out our time today? Anything that's kind of, of hits your mind or your brain as we've been talking that we just didn't quite get to? So I just want to mention a session that I'm really excited about, and that is one that we are going to actually have a parents panel at. Um, you know, we've talked about wanting to build awareness, and one of the things that we would like to be able to do is to see how parents perceive our program. And uh, Tracy Waring from AFSA is going to moderate a session uh, that will provide a better understanding uh, based on a study that they've done on how parents experience services across human service programs and how we can better align those services to serve young families. Um, and so we're very excited to have that panel as well and uh, looking forward to a great conference. Yeah, and I'll add to that, Connie, and I, we talked, we touched on this earlier, but just wanted to be clear, we've, we've asked, um, and we're going to include tribal considerations in all of these plenaries as well, so that um, it's, it's, you know, as our program has grown, we've, um, we've embraced, you know, the various partners, which is really the whole theme of, of this, this conference. Also encourage you to come, um, if you can't, as I said, if you can't come to be in person, person, please consider at least coming virtually because the sessions are going to be very interactive. Uh, part of the policy forum is really hearing from people that are working cases in the field that have you know, different perspectives and, and experiences across the country and internationally so that we can all come mutually together to, to look at our policy issues and how can we help change them or refine them to move forward as a program. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we want to thank our guests today, Margot Bean and Connie Chesnick, for joining us for this episode of On Location. Thank you for sharing a little more of who you are and your involvement in the Child Support Program, and of course, for sharing about the 2022 NCA Policy Forum. Thank you to our listeners for joining us, and we want to encourage each of you to consider joining us for the upcoming Policy Forum. We look forward to talking to you again next time on the podcast. I'm Tim Leitner, and on behalf of Encia and myself, this has been On Location.
Well, we'd like to thank Margot Bean and Connie Chesnick for being on the show today. And of course, thanks to them for their hard work as co-chairs of the upcoming Policy Forum. And thanks, of course, to Tim Leitner, not only for moderating a great discussion, but for all the work he does in getting the episode ready for the broadcast. On Location is available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. We have a lot of great episodes on the way, so be sure to subscribe and check out our previous work as well. We also appreciate your ratings, feedback, comments, and suggestions. If you have an idea for a topic or would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to us using the contact link on our website. On Location is a production of the NCIA Communications Committee with special production assistance from Tim Leitner and me. Thanks for joining me. I'm Joe Mamlin, and this has been On Location.